listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Uh, and when I wake up, I recognize you looking at me for the pay cut. Bahamas, I be looking at me for the face down. Will Mac 11 even boom with the bass down? Scheming. And let me tell you about my, my life. life. Painkillers only put me in the twilight. When pretty pussy and Benjamin is the highlight. And I tell your mama I love her. Well, what is, this is what I like. Lord, Lord knows. knows. 20 of them in my Chevy. Tell them all to come and get me reaping everything I sold. So my karma coming heavy in the heaven. No preliminary hearing. So my record and my motherfucking game. Stay with silence for the record. Ah. Uh! hey welcome to the black guy test podcast your host rod and and we're in the house saturday yes we've been up and down before nigga and it's on a saturday after my brother's and uh sister-in-law's uh baby shower yes that was so much fun i know man we getting ready to be uh giving to have a nephew yeah sebastian man yes i'm excited i can't wait for him to get here it's almost time uh, somebody was like i congratulations i didn't know he's about to come uncle again and i was like oh that is right i forgot to tell the internet <laughs> yeah because we don't know we ain't said nothing sometimes i just be forgetting y'all uh, uh but yeah uh <laughs> um we uh had a good time we had a blast i had a great time they had i don't know what they call it but i call it smurf berry juice i had about five or six glasses it was delicious all right so care's a little knee ready y'all <laughs> it was good um you know i tried to give her the sign that it was time to go because we still <laughs> had to do the show and then y'all better be glad because i was, i'd have me about 10 when the night was over 45 minutes later she came after finished talking to people <laughs> you know i'm a woman so i keep and beat the hell out of you it was like nigga i'm gonna finish this goddamn conversation you got to wait mm-hmm. can't wait to get back get my revenge for that but uh yeah so so uh then she tried to bring a cup of the alcoholic juice <laughs> for the, the road i was I like you can't get like, in the car with open alcohol man i know you trying to have a dog go to jail like this is a long drive back home man police might pull us over anything could happen oh boy but it was a good time i didn't i never been to a baby shower before i didn't know what exactly they all not like you're that. supposed to do yeah this it was a surprise baby shower yeah this one was co-ed which which was a lot of fun yeah i guess uh, a lot of times it's just mostly women there right well it was dope um i feel like i stole the show you did because um you know i bought uh what i believe to be the best gift that gift was cool and i got it from their registry because mm-hmm. i wanted to get something that nobody else is going to get but I also, you know, we're going to be aunt and uncle, man. That's a pretty important, Milestone. you know, thing, you know. So I wanted to get on something uh, really nice. So we got on this really nice baby monitor thing. And you, the way it is, on the, it's like you can order it from the store. Mm-hmm. And then they deliver it from, like, Target, because that's where they registered, to, like, to the to their house or whatever. Best shit and ever they told me it wouldn't be there till next week so i was like feeling really awkward because i was like everyone's gonna be opening presents and looking at gifts Mm -hmm. and they won't have anything from me so i actually like sent them a text message with the picture of the thing like well this is what it looked like when it get here you know sorry that it's not here on time uh but it actually came like faster than they said and it was actually it arrived during the party and they opened it up and blood out best gift ever Mm -hmm yeah and it, and it uh mo was surprised because when we got the gift it was funny because on the back of it, it was like shh 
I read, I was like, okay. It wasn't she, a gift. That was I mean, the, the, the invitation, invitation, yeah. I was like, she must not know that uh, they're having this. And Roger was like, well, I'm glad I didn't uh, tell her anything. Yeah. but it was, uh, So, yeah, they were very excited about that gift. And, you know, Sebastian going to be stunting for the gram already. going to live his whole life on camera. So, y'all got us to blame for the next Kanye West. You know, that's just what it is, though. Uh, anyway, this is the Blackout Tips. Uh, you can find us on iTunes to search the Blackout Tips. We're also on, uh, every other thing. It's precast. Uh, we're on RSS Radio. We're on, uh, uh, Stitcher. We're on every, all that stuff. Leave us five star reviews on, uh, iTunes and Stitcher. We'll read them on the show. Uh, assuming that Stitcher stays up. You know? Yeah, if it does. Uh, and as far as, uh, feedback you can also email the show the blackout tips at gmail.com i'm i'm thinking that we're gonna have to do something about the walking dead thing though because people are sending feedback for the walking dead but they didn't send i don't know it's it's a lot like we're gonna have to start working on some rules of the feedback for the walking dead like we gotta trim it down okay. people are sending these really long things it's like we don't i don't know want every saturday to turn into walking dead feedback and i also right. don't want the our recaps to turn into mostly us reading emails because that would that would suck so uh we got to figure something out we'll we'll fix maybe a word limit or just you guys got to start hitting a strong point so we're not gonna read we just had to skip some right i don't know we'll figure it out some or modify it we'll we'll figure out something anyway um you can also leave voicemails for the show as long as they're three minutes or less 704-557-0186 just make sure it's three minutes or less and uh we'll listen to it and play it on the show um and you can of course go to the blackouttest.com and leave comments votes in the polls all kinds of stuff right there from that website theblackoutist.com you can even become a premium listener um and one thing about stitcher going down is forcing a lot of you guys to go get these other apps and you're finding out oh shit i can listen to premium shows right. with that rss feed and the password right. right from my apps and now you got the blackout tips in your pocket on the go uh for apple and android devices so right in the you're premium welcome. shows so a lot of people are really excited about that that now you ain't got to be stuck to your computer streaming all right now you got balls deep sports everywhere you go mm-hmm. always be going balls deep on you <laughs> ah, in love right in your pants right in your pocket uh all right uh let's talk about the people that donated to this show um because they definitely hooked us up uh let me play our song can't say this ain't gospel everybody turn to the book of kanye west pablo verse one chapter one we'd like to thank film press comics for your recurring donation thank you this is not the song this is the song i'm playing david david s thank you so much david for your recurring donation maurice n recurring donator thank you today's a new day what's happening christopher d recurring donator thank you gotta switch it up sometime this is a gospel rap album brina h recurring donation conrad l please don't talk over the people getting their money karen they need these shout outs they've been waiting all week for these maxi g recurring donator tabitha m jennifer oz 40 ounces of love alexis h recurring donator tanya s 
recurring donator dana w recurring donator rosalie v current donator wonga all the way from australia mate thank you so much man that's everybody play me out no. kanye and kirk franklin this is a god dream this is Oh, give me a solo, sister. Shield your pain. I will feel your questions. I will feel your pain. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't know. They don't. They don't know. They don't know. Foot on the devil's neck to the. Karen, only Jesus could do that. Why are you hating? Why are you back there hating? Y'all better be glad y'all was giving dollars. Is the only reason why I shut my lips. That's right. Just pardon her, nope. guys. She's drunk. Cole, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Mm-mm, I'm fine. Mm-mm. I'm sorry, I had to be part. No, Cole passed the old school. Nope, played the old song. Mm-mm. Not today, Satan. <laughs> Drifted Pangea. I'm moving all my family from Chatham to Zambia. Treat the demons just like Pam. I mean, I, I fuck with your friends, but damn, Gina. I've been this way since Arthur was Aunt Eater. Now they want to hit me with the woo out the bam. Trying to snap photos of family. My daughter looked just like C. You can't see her. You can feel the lyrics of spirit coming in braille. Tumming of the underground, come and follow the trail. I made Sunday candy. I'm never going to hell. I met Kanye West. I'm never going to fail. Jesus, Chance. Why did you do him like this? <laughs> they didn't know. They weren't asking for all this. They thought they were listening to a Kanye West album. This is my part. Nobody else speak. <laughs> this little light of mine glory be to god yeah uh all right we got five star reviews sorry for that tangent no problem getting right in 2016 five stars by la femme hajita says i've been listening to this show and participating in the chat room for a little over a year now this show is so good i don't know how i got through my day before i discovered it rod and karen have been changed and reinforced my perspectives in so many positive ways now i'm forever changed will you add the facebook group introduction of the podcast and the hours of laughter and the love of blackness you can't go wrong thank rod and karen when we look back at the podcast you will be one of the greats you slay p.s sorry it took me so long karen but i'm trying to get right in 2016 yes get it right get it tight it's never too late to get right nope anytime you leave a five-star review it's on time this is for everyone who feels like they're not good enough for anyone out there that feels like they just too messed up uh on the machinations of this here angry feminist machine five stars big mad right ring feminist is who wrote this 
this show and it's a company community of listeners is fantastic right and karen are funny well-informed genuine people creating media that they care about and it shows nothing is off limits per the motto nothing's wrong if it's funny their segments range from irreverent to thought-provoking cosby news gay news guest the race sword ratchetness effing with black people ball alert etc you'll laugh you'll learn something and then you'll realize you're hooked love it all thank you thank you uh smizzy city usa says love this show five stars i was introduced to this podcast by my boyfriend and fell in love with it oh well looks like uh he had to get knocked out of the way you know what i'm saying (laughs) it's a threesome now baby hey love the topics you discuss and though i might not always agree with you guys i'm able to get another perspective of a situation first of all none of y'all always agrees with us that's impossible yeah we don't even agree with each other all the time right second of all karen did you get that alcohol that we got from the um party yeah okay i just want to i sure. stuck it in my pocketbook all right cool my favorite segments are guest the race and groupie tales cue up the good job you have a new lifetime listener this review is sponsored by bullet ball and bullet ball extreme yes and before you go on uh they had like a game where you couldn't say baby and me and Roderick won and we both got some alcohol okay now now i have to explain the game because that's not that's no level of an explanation (laughs) to anybody oh my bad they give everybody a safety pin or a clothes pin or something uh if you say the word baby during the baby shower you have to give your pin to whoever called you out for saying baby karen got i don't know four or five pins by the time i saw her uh i had uh one and uh karen came over and i said how'd you get the pin and she said because people were saying baby i said yep now you owe me a pen because she violated the rule and I said did. baby i did and then she lied and didn't want to give me the pen no, I didn't y'all lie. she had zero I, honor i didn't she lie. didn't give me the pen no, i didn't give you the pen because i was fighting it but no you're not I didn't no lie. you were not an honorable person you <laughs> was cheating just like peyton damn manning <laughs> she didn't want to give me my pen that i earned by tricking her she said you tricked me i was like of course that's the damn game layla tried to trick me earlier she said what is morgan having in, t- in however many weeks and i said an offspring and she said dang and went to the next person <laughs> so i know what i'm doing karen was over here trying to cheat y'all you know what i mean she she won't let me worship the lord in the way that i want to Mm-mm. with kanye and chance nope and kurt and now she did then she lied at the party and was gonna give me my my i had to guilt her to, to give what she owed I everybody gave else gave her the the, the the thing she she won everybody gave her their clothes pin <laughs> i gave it to you and then i got i won some alcohol and then she won some too anyway so yes, i don't I even did. know why she had to cheat like that <laughs> god don't like cheaters but that's fine god don't like ugly mm-hmm Say, say, maybe this a hell. Good dance job with chance three. Hey, you gotta sell it to snatch the grand meat. Let's make it so free and the bar so hard that the day one got start part. You can't tweet. This is my part, nobody else speak. This is my part, nobody else speak. This little light of mine. Glory be to God, yeah. I'ma make sure that they go where they can't go. If they don't wanna ride, I'ma still give them raincoats. Know what God said when he made the first rainbow to throw it in the air. Wait for the angels. I'm just having fun with it. You know that a nigga was lost. I laugh in my head cause I bet that my ex look and act like a pillar of salt. That's how you get your life, Karen. Anyway. Um, back to these reviews. 
uh hardest working podcast by metaphor i see says not uh not only do rod and cam provide tons of content is the kind of high quality content you literally cannot afford to miss they slay tbgwt podcast is my number one source for news comedy common sense love support and the point of view that is hardly ever heard in the mainstream media program and keep up the great work flawless thank you sweetie thank you metaphor i see uh we also got one from thug nificent 3.3 five stars they the best man believe it that was a very helpful review it was very much we appreciate all the reviews on itunes and if you're not from the u.s let us know your country and we'll look up that review and we'll read that on the show as well we will um let's see what else we got here we got some reviews from stitcher uh 10 days ago when the site was still working uh right (laughs) debbie o-e-t-t says five stars um love your podcast dear rod and karen i love your podcast i listen to every episode after discovering you folks from uh twill used to love when rod would call into that show and join the conversation always chilling chilling you do the best recap of the walking dead and fear the walking dead that i've ever heard thank you we try we do we try the topics discussed are always relevant so i'm always kept informed i have so much fun playing along and guess the race i often guess correctly not sure what that says about me that you racist <laughs> that's, what it's, that's exactly what it says man uh keep up the great work and if you ever in new york i hope you do a meet and greet uh if we're ever in new york we will try to do that we will try i'm just gonna go out in the middle of Times square and say i'm here america no don't work no no don't work like meet that. me i'm not doing that the naked cowboy man meet me okay introvert spider-man yeah. come dance i don't believe you you'll see uh meta says never not relevant five stars for the amount of content that this parent couple puts out two hours a day five days a week of quality free content it's astounding that they manage to always stay fresh and always on time they provide perspectives on current events that are sorely lacking in the regular ass media and it oh they got ass in there okay azz i see what you did player well now you guys i guess you can cuss if you spell it wrong uh if you are if you are not checking for rod and karen on a daily basis i don't know what your life is really about this is a must listen podcast mm exactly uh all right we also got some comments on the actual episodes of the show on the website theblackoutouch.com uh let's check those um let me scroll down you know what kanye play me out because they'll lift the script on your ass like wesley and spike you can them people to church man Mm-mm. that little girl is everything down the low mm-hmm. we don't want no devils in here god oh she meant that from her soul you can <laughs> say, that baby meant that all right um episode uh eleven thirty six. angry feminist this machine tanya w42 says this is the best cover art ever because it's uh cover art of pam grill mm-hmm. uh i was trying to think of what's uh, angry feminist in people's minds 
And I thought maybe uh Pale Grip, you know, during her day. There's Foxy Brown and uh many other versions of foxy brown come on she had one character it don't mean she ain't fine ain't that the truth uh amani says shame on you rod and karen how dare you two combine to form the feminist is voltron who said you could use the blazing sword of humor to call out the bullshit and hypocrisy of sexism (laughs) who told you to form the head and use logic in your arguments nope none of that is fun at all so what if you built your platform on being honest and genuine what we're not going to do is keep that up when it comes to challenging my narrow worldview come on guys this is obvious yeah and karen i'm especially disappointed in you oh lord how dare you have your own opinions to speak with expertise on issues that affect you as a woman on the podcast your co-host you co-host and people pay money to hear your voice right just this is just shameful especially since you're also too afraid of rod to have your own opinion at the same time i don't know how that works but i said it (laughs) you figure it out and don't ask me about your aggression rod i want to talk about this feminist rage but seriously love both of y'all i've been spreading the gospel tvgwt you create an amazing work uh space and the work y'all do is great but with a, as much content as you guys create i think people start to spaz at the brand and sometimes forget that y'all just regular niggas at this <laughs> basically and at the same time that's on us to show you love the same way the crazies want to raise their voices keep doing the damn thing we will we sure will yeah i always uh like uh, i've been toying around with this idea to show i review stuff sometimes by myself just me mm-hmm. and i always hit this the same roadblock which is that i don't think my opinion is that fucking important but which is funny because you would think people would be like you would think with what i do for a living that i'm doing it because i think my opinion is so fucking important no. but to me it's kind of the opposite where it's like it don't matter so what the fuck matters if i if i don't like your favorite album or i do love your favorite album that shouldn't change how you feel about the album i know it don't change how i feel like when uh it's like if uh you know as much as i respect and admire bomani jones but if he was to say like uh fuck kendrick lamar tomorrow that's not gonna keep kendrick out of my mp3 player my 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 phone and all this shit so to me i've always kind of felt like you know uh the reason i like doing the show is because it's just my opinion mm-hmm. i i try to i have a try to have a thankful a thoughtful well-formed opinion but at the end of the day i can't make you do anything that you don't want to do and vice versa right so that's the way I, I i approach it so um it is weird to me when we get a like extreme hate or extreme like you know like these these things that treat our opinions so importantly where it's just like you know your angry feminism is trying to change the world i'm like nigga it's a podcast i don't like i'm not actually going to visit the president tomorrow to change the world dog i just gave my opinion and you know i i have conviction in my opinion i feel that it's very well thought out if it's weighing on you but then you know because you approach because if it's weighing on you then i chalk it up to what i said must have had enough merit that you had to think about it but for the angry shit you can miss me with that sorry Ken, i didn't mean to keep cutting you out but i wanted to make a point oh no 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 problem i i like i said i just and 
and that's the thing like i said i know that's been something you've been tossing around i personally think it's something that you should do because a lot of people would like to hear your opinions on these things and like you said there's nothing but your opinion you're not gonna make a break or change anything but people still want to hear your perspective on things i'm going to do it i'm going to do it but i, I know that's it. one thing that's been stopping you yeah because every time i get ready to write sit down and write like okay i'm gonna give my opinion on kanye's album i'm like who the fuck cares what i think about kanye's album you know what I mean? Like, don't, don't you like it already? Or don't you not like it already? Like, you're not gonna change. Cause I like the shit. I would, or at least I don't expect you to. Cause I can't make something hot and I can't make something whack either. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. But if people want my opinion on shit like that, then let's do it. Anyway, um, was that five star review from Rod Stalker? Yes or no? Uh, <laughs> 97 percent of y'all think it was that dude three percent say no now he did have some of the same characteristics mischaracterizing things he said lying making up shit like i mean he's definitely you know this angry anti-feminist anti-this like you know he did everything but say we was in the pocket of big jew and shit like he did on the um the special medium talk episode where he yelled all over me um so yeah you know uh i was i thought maybe he, it could be him too but we asked the audience and 97 percent y'all think it was eve said that was totally your stalker he just can't stay away and he uses some of the same arguments he used in his voicemails not only that listens to the show enough to know you read five star reviews but apparently he didn't listen enough to know you guys screen them before you read them he got lucky this time but this won't be the last you heard of him he seems pressed i bet he's listening right now mm-hmm yeah that wasn't even i mean if he wants to feel that that was luck i don't if you think being ridiculed by us is 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 the business then i guess that's what it is but it's not like anybody read heard his argument that guy got a good like how many people gotta hear your shit and be like this is idiotic and i don't agree with it before you just stop right stop listening anyway uh episode 1137 where we had nick ju on and uh we talked about the new yeezy mm-hmm. and um we also talked about a bunch of other shit we got some comments uh eve said i never understood why we're not supposed to speak ill of the dead oh wait the episode was named Boscalia because you know judge Scalia died and um i partied fuck him right <laughs> oh i'm such a good person now i guess i guess you guys know somebody somebody on twitter was like uh i never knew the depths of rod's cynicism until this episode i'm like well you just ain't heard them old ones <laughs> yeah you sure haven't i don't there's a lot of shit i just I'm like that ain't happening you know like it'll be good but i don't believe in people that much anyway uh eve says i never understood why we're not supposed to talk ill of the dead even if when that person was alive they were a big piece of shit not sad to see scalia go he was a bigot if i could i'd tap dance on his grave yeah also uh, on some real shit man i don't know how to translate this any better and i have not said anything directly to people because you know like i said it's their opinion and i can't really change it but i feel like everyone that talks shit about people like this when they're alive and then stops the day they die are fake ass motherfuckers because you fake you don't really believe that right like you you are you are full of shit you talk shit about this person every single day they were alive the second they die it's like well you know we all have to understand that there's a time and a place nah fuck that when they were alive to hear it you were saying it 
you, so now suddenly they dying they a good person i don't believe in that shit at all man you made the world worse while you were here every day you woke up and you were in a position to make the world a worse place you decided that's what you were gonna do so how the fuck am i supposed to feel anything for you you know i think people just scared of death y'all just scared right. of dying and y'all think y'all gonna talk it up or something like yeah we all gotta face the reaper at some point but that ain't no reason to fucking let evil slide fuck that shit somebody gotta be fighting for us the equality for for rights somebody gotta be speaking out about this shit and some people gonna be speaking against it and we need to be speaking out against them too mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know that shit don't work the other way never what's something happening to somebody uh the obamas or something man the motherfuckers won't the ink won't dry on the fucking obituary for they out here talking shit man fuck them come on now but it's supposed to be very um that consideration is supposed to be extended the other way right i don't feel bad at all i have no more quandary about being like i thought this dude was a piece of shit when he was alive and now he's dead he's still a piece of shit fuck him well you have to respect what he did (laughs) made the world worse i don't have to respect that at all you might feel some respect for that but i don't anyway jonathan said i'll be honest when i saw the ap news service in the new york uh and the new york's report that scalia died i felt sorry for my neighbors because i was partying (laughs) i turned on do you want the funk start dancing humping the air and yelling yes take that bitch take that then i turned off the music called my brother celebrate over the phone scalia was a racist sexist homophobic asshole which is an insult to assholes everywhere yep you know the other part um this is helpful for some of the rulings for the supreme court some of the things that'll be be crucial and that's why they so hurt that that man died yeah why the fuck are we not happy about this ding dong the witch is dead motherfucker right did y'all watch fucking the wizard of Oz and not understand y'all was just like i don't get it i mean shouldn't they just be sad and take a moment of silence that the witch is dead like no nigga i'm going back to kansas bye <laughs> that and uh also along with uh the uh, marijuana and all that stuff because all that stuff is about to hit for them to make a ruling all across the country and that shit's gonna matter yeah sometimes i just think people don't believe the shit they say they don't you know what i mean like this person's a piece of shit ha 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 and it's funny to them but it's not but beyond that they don't actually mean like and i hope this motherfucker dies out you like so many people say like you know if we want the world to improve the only way it's gonna happen is through old people dying yeah well that's what this was yeah yeah i'm, pop- I'm popping on celebrating mm-hmm. drink the champagne you know anybody holding us back gone by good not like somebody snuck in his house and smothered him with a pillow that am i right black people <laughs> oh lord <laughs> but really though um that obama didn't kill him or did he you know what i'm saying we don't he, know he didn't we he don't didn't. know hey i'm just saying i wouldn't hold it against him if he moved up my president rankings need me a do dirt dude oh lord you like you know what michelle fuck him that's probably was the whole conversation <laughs> <laughs> i bet you it was because they they hot because he ain't going to his funeral but he was like i got presidential shit to do all right i'm gonna visit some little kids that's what i'm gonna do uh do you still enjoy kanye west music yes no or never did 9.84 percent of our audience never enjoyed kanye west music so i gotta respect that understood uh the rest of the people at some point they enjoyed it and they stopped or they still enjoy it 
so 24 25% basically do, they don't enjoy his music anymore now it could be because he fell off could be because he gets on twitter and says horrible things right and is a horrible person uh because i i was thinking about his music the other day and i was like it's not because there's a change in the music really as far as his messages pretty much always been fucked up yes they have you know like he's just always been just there's always been something wrong with him to me yeah it's been a womanizing mm-hmm. Massage you know conveniently you know. like conveniently can see racism but but only for him but only when it's some shit that he wants in the way you know right. very egotistical very fucking um maniacal to some extent man just extremely hell-bent on making us recognize his talentness is his greatness and just trying to like pull out his virtual talent dick and flash the world his entire career from the time that he was upset that they didn't want to sign him uh on his first album and made a whole interlude just detailing every person that turned him down like correct just you know so to me i was thinking about i was like well i guess that's just kanye and it's always been but maybe people just kind of woke up to like he's not growing up like the rest like some of these other rappers kind of grow out of this shit now it's still low-key kind of pathetic to me that rappers still rap about getting bitches after like they get married and have kids and stuff and you're like well aren't i mean yeah, unless you you're really doing this shit right, you don't really live that life no more dog. yeah like what's the point of when i see your interviews you was like yeah my my baby going to the third grade yeah like when you hear jay-z rapping about bitches on his last album you're just like well we know you got beyonce and a baby and you know we i mean unless you trying to get divorced i don't think you really out here fucking women every night in the club you know but it's just interesting to see that in rapid that's one category you don't have to mature like you can be 40 and still rapping about killing niggas and shit it's just wild um anyway uh 25 percent of y'all do not enjoy his music anymore which means 66 percent of y'all still enjoy some kanye west so well not surprised yeah because the truth be told no matter what and it says your talent kind of outshine outshines your ain't shit and it happens in all genres of music just he had an impossible task in my opinion he pulled it off yep made an album better than defending cosby that shit never thought of in a million years if this yeah. shit would have been Jesus level and i like Jesus, but i'm saying i ain't like it enough to be like this nigga defending cosby i would have been like mm, i can i can skip this album never liked it that much it's crazy uh we had episode eleven thirty to be white where we had tim andy and randolph from the three guys on podcast that was fun and we talked about valentine's day and elliot spitzer and all this stuff Ray in Japan says, this episode killed me. Especially the part where you talked about Cleophis. It reminded me, yeah, Cleophis' this guy sat beside, behind us in a restaurant. That old man. It reminded me of my great uncle Cleophis and his 17 children. Most Ooh. of who, most of who have Cleo somewhere in their name. Oh. If I remember correctly, the one's name, the one's name Cleophis are around 10 of them. There's 10 Cleophises, like Cleophis Juniors and shit. That's weird damn they still going huh mm, strong they ain't gonna never die out uh and then the poll was because randolph brought it up do you think kanye has a mental illness yes uh i'm not a doctor how would i know nah it's just the cocaine and no he seems fine to me well i guess we'll get the suspense over with 
no he seems fine to me had zero votes <laughs> you don't say i thought at least somebody might think he was okay uh nah it's just cocaine 15 percent of y'all think he's just on drugs and it's fucking him up uh 32 percent of you guys think i'm not a doctor so how would i know i feel like i'm in that category i think something's up with him but i don't feel comfortable diagnosing anything from a fucking album or some tweets uh i'll leave that to the mental health professionals because i ain't one uh and 57 percent said i mean 53.7 percent said i'm not a, i mean said yes they think he has a mental illness uh can what'd you what'd you, what'd you fall in what count oh yeah he's something wrong with him yeah he got a mental illness all right uh episode 1139 weird science we talked about the grammys beyonce chipotle bunch of stuff um i don't think we had any guests this episode got a couple comments mayor 210 said 2010 says greetings rod and karen i love the kendrick lamar grammy performance and the two pimple butterfly album kendrick went so black he lost some white fans i remember before the album came out my white co-workers who considered themselves hip-hop lovers who loved good kid mad city were so excited and rushed to download the album right. after i heard the album i was like this album is the shit expecting my so-called enlightened hip-hop loving co-workers to feel the same way mm-hmm. imagine my surprise when they all said i'm not feeling this album good cat good kid mad city was better right. after i heard them say that shit i stopped talking to them their response told me everything i need to know about how they felt inside about black people and our issues and life experiences right because the, the thing about good kid mad city a lot of people put like this white people like uh popping and rocking and shit as long but like this if it's about black people shit that doesn't make them feel uncomfortable or talks about that quote unquote black life they cool with that but if it's some black people shit that challenges their perspective or some black people shit that they uh feel like threatens their whiteness or their whiteness to a place where they don't understand they tap out yeah i just think there's no place for white people on the album and mm-hmm. you know um it's so black and his momentum and talent is still so readily apparent that you better not review this album and say it's whack right whether you get it or not you know what i'm saying like i think there's a lot of people who conceptually feel like they understand what he was doing that will never understand it the way we feel it in our bones right you know and it just is what it is you know i think unlike with childish gambino where it seemed like this backlash because there were so many white people that felt like donald glover was the token black guy that they know who they all root for and they let it to their clubs they felt comfortable date their sisters and shit and they all felt like well why the hell would he um have all these feelings about race in this album and they kind of rejected him and gave him a bad review um but i feel like with this with kendrick kendrick is extremely black you know he's been with the same black woman since high school you know he's uh raps about blackness and black shit and black experience he got a black ass life his entire discography is you know based around you know this 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 essential part of him mm-hmm. and then when he goes and makes the pimp a butterfly the story of his life basically is so black there's nothing there's no place for anybody else in it and and in a way his his singular focus on like understanding himself makes it universal to everybody because we can all relate to trying to understand ourselves and our motivations and our for and our shortcomings and our failings and he does that so well but you know it's just such a beautiful album uh i don't think it can be denied 
unless you know it comes the album of the year for the grammys um correct you know but i do think there's a lot of people faking it with kendrick and i have to say that because i I think part of it's just he's that talented like he's so talented he can convey emotion even when they don't understand vast majority of people probably is is over their head yeah 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 it's, it's one of those things where uh because just kendrick and his presence it's one of those things where people can listen and they're feeling something they might not understand it or they might not can relate but it's some form of emotion that he evokes out of people and it makes them feel like well this this is good i don't understand it but i can't say it's whack yeah i've had people say like well i don't like kendrick and i had to stop him and be like do you not like kendrick or do you not understand because that's completely different because a lot of people think they like i don't i don't like what i can't understand and it's like yeah so let's talk let's rap about his lyrics and shit you know i'm a hip-hop person that typically i'm you know i know lyrics to albums and shit and songs and even when i don't like something it's typically i I typically have more reason than to just i don't like it normally i have more than that so you know i'm willing to have a conversation i'm not gonna try to convince you to like it i just want to know for my own clarity like is it that you don't like what he's saying or is it that you just don't understand what the fuck he's talking about so it's like i don't like that i can relate to drake whining about you know girls that that he basically uh dogged out but then they they got over him or being in a friend zone like it's easy to relate to that it's not that complex but you know when when kendrick is breaking down you know the you know the the traps of trying to become famous and and his own Mm -hmm. dream and all this shit a lot of people get you know kind of left behind because of the way he phrases his words and the concepts and the perspectives that he raps from so uh a lot of people i think appreciate the technical difficulty of what he does and they appreciate the proficiency he he displays but when it comes to actually like understanding what he's talking about or his message and listening to songs 10 times to get it and shit most people ain't doing all that no because and and just me what i've learned over years is that everybody different people listen to music differently and you're very lyrical but there are a lot of people they don't give they give zero fucks about lyrics they're like if the beat banging or not i mean that's that that's what determines if the end or not and for kendrick a lot of his shit bangs so they go well i like that beat even though i don't know what the fuck he's talking about Hmm. Uh. But yeah, that's why I, you know. And like I said, I don't get mad at white people that didn't get that album. Mm-hmm. It wasn't for them. If they didn't get it, it's fine. If they, if they did get it, it's fine. You know, I, I, I sincerely doubt many of them got it the way that we did. You know, where it was just like because we lived this experience, it was just easy to understand where he was coming from, or easier to understand. I doubt that they got it like that but whatever you know i don't need everybody to like all the shit i like correct r miller 728 said the minute i saw that bullshit story where the sheriff claimed beyonce was behind the drive-by shooters at his house i immediately thought this does not sound right just waiting for the next story to be reported stating he staged the whole thing white people ain't that bullshit me too i'm waiting on some i'm waiting on another shoe to drop with that i don't think that's real uh nick juice says apparently a guitar fell on a piano string so the piano was out of tune for adele's grammy performance however i agree with reed i think she meant rod kendrick took her voice when he left <laughs> yeah Aww. he said we taking that too <laughs> give, give me everything right <laughs> you know uh, what? that's going to you cool you cool give me your voice 
uh did, did people inspired by beyonce shoot up the police officer's house no because he made it all up no because someone else did it or yes get information uh 10.2 percent of y'all think yes <laughs> get information <laughs> oh they shot up his house y'all uh 14% of y'all said no someone else did it and someone else did it 75% of y'all said he made it all up I think he made it all up I think he made it all up as well um let's see we had episode 1140 Fetty Carl oh yeah that's my dog man a lot of people was getting off joke I saw everybody on Twitter being like uh I knew it was on as soon as I turned on this episode of saw Fetty Carl like y'all crazy <laughs> all i saw was the title alone i don't even see the episode <laughs> <laughs> it was it was getting it man um but that's my dog man anyway um we had some comments lauren in pittsburgh says i think ron was aiming at rick which makes sense since rick killed both his parents and let his little brother die let his little brother die come on now come on now lauren he didn't let his little brother die that boy committed suicide by a zombie yes he did his gun went wide when bashon stabbed him and it was quite a bit of his off his original aim when he fired god damn i was happy to see that junior psycho die okay here's what i think i think he absolutely shot carl on purpose me too because he was gonna shoot carl before the zombies broke that wall down yes he was he was he seconds been, from doing it yeah he'd been obsessing about shooting carl specifically for a long time yeah you about enith and like he just feel like a lot of this just falls calls because he's emo and he thought that um in my opinion this would also hurt rick like wow. this is the best way to get back at rick as well kill carl because he was trying to kill that boy he wasn't trying to shoot us out Mm-mm, he wanted him dead um lucked out says besides the glenn clusterfuck i'm sure valentine's affected the ratings oh yeah that's true kind of hard to keep it romantic if your so isn't into the show next episode's ratings should would show a better trend well someone did inform me on twitter that um the ratings this season even at the original season opening have, have been 15 sec um, 15 seconds have been 15 percent down from last season anyway so maybe it's just people stop watching it as much this season i don't know um since so many kids have died carl is going to have to have is going to have very few peers in his generation if he lives into adulthood i believe his sister will have more if carol doesn't low-key traumatize baby minds <laughs> last year the wolves were taking prisoners with carol copy which carol copied with morgan and gabriel that is right they mm-hmm. do take prisoners sometimes i'm not surprised that the wolf helped denise while morgan had given the wolf a sermon which felt patronizing i got better so you should too denise is the first to have more of a two-way conversation and show him understanding you're broken which now that i think about it is the cheese is the cheese monk and her hat <laughs> now that i think about it, the cheese monk and her both had psychology degrees oh that's a good point didn't even realize that but yeah maybe she got through to him somehow i just felt like she wasn't saying shit and she somehow still got through to him mm. but maybe it's a combination of her and morgan or i don't know i would give if i was giving somebody credit i'd give morgan more the credit he tied that nigga up he got his wound treated he gave him the speech about not killing you know maybe it was morgan that broke through some kind of way 
What do you think, Karen? I think he got through to him. Uh, I don't know. That that mm, that was a hard one. Because cause my problem with uh, Morgan is just, I think Morgan needs to die, honestly. Okay. I'm just wondering if he got through to the wolf to make him change his mind, though. Yeah. Mm. Why did the wolf change his mind and decide to come back and save her and shit after giving all those speeches about, you know, letting people die and not helping mm, i get um i guess he had some change so i get. i guess yeah i take that back i think he did have some change on him i think that uh he has some kind of compassion because i think you could tell after morgan had finished the story that the wolf was somewhat moved even though uh he she played quote-unquote hard and the reason why I say he played hard is because you could tell after the fact that it was uh, playing hard, even though, yeah, he would still fuck people up and kill them. But I think there was some softening of the part, just some. Um, all right. Uh, I think EVE says, I think Ron was trying to kill Rick because the camera panned to Rick after Ron said, you, I'm so glad Ron is gone. Yeah, I thought that too, but I think they panned to Rick, uh, but it didn't seem that the gun was aimed at Rick. I think they did that to trick us into thinking oh he's trying to kill rick so we will be relieved like oh well he didn't shoot rick and then they did the the, the trick with the camera like oh it was actually carl anyway that's my guess i don't know yeah I, I, i've always thought it was carl uh that letter at the that letter at the end was a huge what the fuck that guy must have watched the box set of eyes on the prize before writing that email to you for the feedback portion damn i don't think i ever want to be that woke yeah he emailed me back today and this email was so long y'all it was so long it's like how can you you left this long ass email the first time why would you write a longer one dog like mm, we're not reading that that's the exact wrong thing to do when i think you might be a crazy yep won't be reading that one just let you know right now yeah like, i veto no it's like here's a chapter of my book it's like no yep. man you went the wrong that's the wrong way to go you supposed to go shorter now you know hey <laughs> i was just fucking with y'all or something i don't know i don't know the right thing to tell you to say but i'm just saying i knew the wrong answer was when i looked at my phone and seen paragraph after paragraph and my thumb was getting tired i was like yeah i can't yeah. put this on the show we can't be encouraging people to write essays into the show like that no sir no sir people don't want to hear that i'm just keeping it real this is audio so no got baby showers to go to right and and nephews to be born soon style not says rock playing that turn of rebellion music as he read that last email and karen laughing in the background was everything you two are too funny thanks style Nosh. thank you and the poll was was killer mike's comment sexist because we got to talk about killer mike for five seconds before i realized i was supposed to be reading uh the feedback, feedback. thanks to karen for short pointing that out I was like, oh, so we ain't doing no emails now. 55% of y'all think his comment was sexist, and 45% of you guys don't think it was. And Zeke says, I can't see how Killer Mike's comment wasn't sexist. Yeah, uh, I can't either, and it's surprising that people would vote no and and not want to explain it or leave a comment, you know. But hey, it's cool, you know, shit happens. Um, and I, you know, like I said, I can see how people would not view it as sexist, but only because they didn't understand that it was sexist. <laughs> like, you know, if that makes any sense to you, you know, like I can see why they would think it wasn't, but then 
i think common sense would just dictate that you'd be like oh wait okay i see what you're saying now you know all right we got a couple of um voicemails here let me check the dates all right we got a couple of voicemails i don't think i got the screen oh wait i remember this yeah the first one she forgot what she wanted to say so let me play the second one hey ron and karen this is iman again so sorry about the other message uh i'm an introvert and i usually rehearse what i'm gonna say before i call in or that's why i just usually email because i can just put my thoughts together um i don't know introvert problems i'm so awkward but yeah of course uh, this is about the next two episodes, which was awesome. I loved it. Um, and, you know, I thought it was funny about the back episode people. And, and obviously, I'm caught up now. And uh, But back when my husband was first sending me episodes, it was like when you're going through all the Bernie, Bernie Sanders stuff, when you're first going through it. And... I would just get so hyped up, and I was like, yes, this is what I'm talking about. I'm posting on Facebook, and I'm just like, Black Rage. I was like, hey, Black Rage. And then when you, I finally got to the episode where you played the Chasing Amy clip, you know, I was just like, no, I know what I'm talking about. Um, but, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. And about the artist thing, about him, him being back on the drugs. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm back on the drugs. Like that was so funny, and I'm an artist as well. So, and it's so true because you know when we first uh, got married, I was happy. I wasn't uh, producing as much art as I would like to, and of course, then that makes me depressed. And then I had to force myself to make do artwork, so I'm not depressed. And you know, <laughs> it's just this vicious, vicious cycle. But. um yeah, and I was like, I just wish I had the confidence of Kanye, where I just thought all my stuff was awesome. Just like, everything I do is great. And I'm more of just like, oh, well, it's okay. Um, oh, and the uh, dick, <laughs> Captain Z, the dick. <laughs> that was just so funny. And I just want that just kind of like to be everywhere now. I just want to overhear like people having know ratchet conversations so it's like oh my god he was over here with his candy's dick it's like you know what me and tyrone broke up because his little old lame ass candy's dick hashtag candy's dick yeah i just want that to be everywhere because i think it would be hilarious but well karen take a minute to red lobster make him feel good <laughs> this way um, <laughs> i don't care um but yeah that's all um keep up the good work as always um great show thanks bye 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 sweetie <laughs> we, you, we went to captain steve's yeah we did go to captain steve's which i prefer to red lobster to be honest uh you know it's not gonna be in any catchy songs and maybe <laughs> bob dylan will write something about it i don't know um but uh yeah appreciate all, all everything you said and uh yeah i sometimes i feel like i would like to feel like kanye walk around like my podcast is shit you know all the time but part of me just feels like 
it could be that would just make you an unbearable asshole <laughs> so like why yeah, do that to yourself also part of me is like strive to do better strive to be faster you know yeah. you just challenging yourself to be the best you can be yeah i'm already the greatest podcaster of all time and all that mm, shit we got a long way to go <laughs> could you imagine if i had a kanye meltdown that we don't make one of them lists though yeah <laughs> oh we'll lose so many people what? so many fans be on twitter talking, how come i don't make the list huh <laughs> y'all just gonna keep voting for uh all these npr podcasts man oh this shit <laughs> What happened if I did my podcast about Rod being Rod? Cause Rod loves Rod. Calling all my favorite podcasters phonies and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fake ass Tracy and shit. <laughs> oh yeah, by the way, my mom told me she listened to another round today, so she loves Aww. Tracy and Heaven as well. We love them too. But that's why I'm. A, I'm. Then I'm gonna be on Twitter like, nah, Tracy. Uh, Tracy said I could call her them words uh that i put in the podcast she said that was we cool we went out to dinner we had a conversation right tracy's people gonna be like no I, no he didn't mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. not what happened at all no that's not <laughs> then i'm gonna have to do a rant on a live other podcast so i got a whole complex scheme anyway um you gotta do an interview with sway yeah <laughs> next uh voicemail hey what's up Ryan karen it's mike um uh, I was calling because I was listening to a story about the sheriff in Rutherford County, Tennessee, who said he was getting shot at by Beyonce fans or whatever. So Rutherford County um, is where I went to grad school, and Murfreesboro is the town in Rutherford County that I went to school. And apparently, I think I know where his house is because it's on Memorial Boulevard, which is, like, right off campus. That's, like, the quietest, sleepiest fucking college town in the world. Like, nothing really goes down, period. The biggest crime that happens is, like, somebody's dorm or apartment getting broken in, like, or something like that. Like, normal, like, petty theft, like, bullshit crime. So, the cops don't have anything to do in that town. So, I'm almost 100% sure that he made all of that shit up. Because mm-hmm. nothing ever happens there. Um, and he was just looking for some damn attention. To call five sheriff's deputies over or whatever to patrol that sleepy-ass neighborhood is the most unnecessary waste of time I've ever heard of in my whole life. So, you know that bullshit. Uh, y'all show is still consistently the best shit around. So, keep up the good work. Keep doing what y'all doing. I'll talk to y'all again later. Peace. Um, thanks, Mike. Mike from Where's My 40 Acres Podcast. Yeah, hardworking man. He actually toured with Kendrick. Mm-hmm. That's the sound tag. Yeah. And I will say this. Maybe that street was quiet when you were there but maybe now it sounds a little bit different get the kids they coming they coming paparazzi catch my fly i'm so reckless come on kids i'm taking up the car I'm about That's to leave y'all. His rock necklaces. Mm-hmm. Better leave your shoe there. <laughs> Come on, kids. With that Creole, make a Texas Bama. I think I left one behind. Oh well. <laughs> Different now. Yeah. Old, old block getting shot up. Right. Um. Yeah. Beyonce released the formation. It's a totally different block. Completely. All right. Let's do the emails. There's a ton of them the truth about bernie episode 1136 um by i'm just saying ron and karen 
i just took some time out after hearing you discuss your discussion in episode 1136 about bernie sanders thank you for voicing everything that i felt about this guy's campaign bernie is a career politician just like hillary so to think of him as a political outsider is to be willfully ignorant correct bernie is doing the same thing that obama did to get election elected obama was somewhat of an outsider but that was purely based on time he hadn't had his feet in national politics long enough to be an insider i thought that was why people liked him i'm astounded to see that bernie fans are saying the same thing about a man that is 74 years old and has been through at least one term as a senator how is bernie gonna get anything done if he doesn't have congress behind him so is bernie gonna exchange uh, executive order everything is the entire country going to vote in a landslide for liberal candidates and term congress congress blue Mm -hmm. doubtful why do people think the u.s is more progressive than it really is the truth is people were as progressive if people were as progressive as bernie's fans think the country is i wouldn't keep hearing about black underarmed people dying in the streets come on now yeah also you know global warming be taken care of already uh all these states that uh have republican representation wouldn't wouldn't have it's just yeah it's not as liberal as they think uh bernie is going to require everything that obama has been demanding from his supporters to get anything done but somehow bernie is going to get people to be more active than obama see at this point i just want to i just want a lame duck i just want someone that is going to not fuck up anything that obama has laid down i'm a pragmatist seeing obama fight for seven years has made me one yeah i was one from day one so welcome to the club everybody that's been my favorite part really of the obama presidency presidency is watching people come join me because i told y'all niggas from jump was like he's running as a centrist well he's black so therefore he's extremely liberal i'm like mm-hmm. nope that's not the policies he's advocating yeah he said he always said he's gonna reach across the alley like he he said he's gonna be diplomatic he's always said that right even you know like the the solutions he were offering weren't these left because the other thing is no offense to america but we would never elect a radical black politician mm if a nigga got up there talking the way bernie talking man that fucking debate will be over in five minutes black people do not get to be radical in america unless they want to be activists or shot by the cops correct That's it. can't be out here talking to radical nigga <laughs> they called obama a socialist okay <laughs> you know they called him a socialist bernie sanders is a socialist and he's and that is making him more electable <laughs> call that man a muslim and shit come on man so he not even he shouldn't even be president because he's not a legal u.s citizen right so many people just looked at him and saw what they wanted to see good and bad correct i personally just listened to the man's policy proposals and answers and i thought okay i i i, I dig what you're talking about and i also thought when he said i'm gonna go across the aisles and work with these people i said that'll never happen because they're not gonna let you work walk across that aisle like they're gonna then they don't have any respect for you and it is what it is five-fifths on twitter really said something that struck me and this is a quote i've been thinking about sanders proposed reforms across the board and i think they would carry with them a lot of risk the obvious counter is that these things are already bad enough where folks should be wanting to take risk fair enough but lacking 
regardless of what folks say about obama's presidency i think on average people are in the process of rebuilding from the recession so when people are scratching to get back to where they were before how do you convince them to take another leap of faith i think so far sanders campaign has leaned on people who have already rebounded or are young and can tolerate risk so i think about his health care proposals let's assume that they are entirely unfeasible a medicare like system that will benefit the healthiest and least risk averse the most the most obvious risk is sanders gets elected and no political capital to actually pull the rabbit out of the hat hillary's platform requires less magic uh end quote that basically summed it up for me going with bernie is taking a risk and the only people that can take that risk are usually risk averse because of youth wealth race etc i just want to risk shit i mean i don't want to risk it i don't want to risk not winning a general election yeah that's the other part that people aren't talking about is i feel like is as as unpredictable as shit is um if he doesn't have the black vote by if he beats hillary without the black vote and then he doesn't have it in the general election i I would be very scared yeah i think he lose period just the truth be told because Um, presentation matters he's like an old man and they're gonna blame black people if he don't win of course i don't want to risk not winning a general election i don't want to risk obama's legacy i that i want a sure thing i'm willing to get behind the devil i know because i know how i can manipulate the situation to get what i want from them and that is hillary sorry for the long email feel free to cut out pieces if need be have a great week sincerely i'm just saying thanks for writing in um and i'll just say thank you uh yeah i agree with a lot of stuff that you said um and in general you know i don't blame people that just are like i'm i'm a dreamer and i just want to i want to guide it dreams and i want to push the boundaries and if he can't do it then nobody can i don't have a problem with those people either, either. just don't pressure no. or harass me and that's, i'm fine i don't i'm not trying I to ask. change anyone's mind about who they're voting for i'm not even saying who the fuck i'm voting for so like let's just calm down on the judgmental fussing and all this shit you know i would hope that people that support bernie sanders don't uh endorse any of the harassment that they see people getting online or that they don't see people getting online either way i will hope they believe people who've been victims of this and also at the same time uh support their candidate but call out the people if they ever see it happening around them um come on now this is from conrad he said hi Ryder karen official first time donated conrad here i'm a little behind on episodes while i was listening to this week's feedback show and i was shocked shocked to hear you theorizing that i was the one who wrote the angry feminist this machine letter you might be confusing me with wolfgang the mra guy from germany i was my bad while i am a no good cheese lover i love the show and your views on race and gender and all this right ring feminism i am not <laughs> i'm not vocal uh it's because i'm mostly not in the lawn and don't have much to add just wanted to write in to clear my name have a great weekend and i said oh shit you right my bad so and he also said thanks for suggesting rss radio yeah a lot of people are happy because it's like now nah, let's do your show thank god he had the exact same problem with the default podcast app taking up all the space on his phone moved everything over and i'm enjoying it so far should definitely see if you can get some endorsement money from them have a good one <laughs> yeah i did the same thing i and for those of you i've tra- a neat trick for those of you that have rss radio and you have uh most most are i think rss radio only work for apple if i'm not mistaken 
So what you do is that um, it, it's, it's an option on there where you can go to your iPod, and when you click it, everything that you have in your iTunes, you can automatically convert them over and subscribe, and then you can turn around and delete them, and delete it, which makes it a lot smoother than trying to remember everything that you have in your um, iPod. Amber writes in, love the show. <clears throat> Hello, I'd been looking for a new podcast to listen to that was full of black people with a woke, not Ankh Hotep nigga perspective. That was funny with a positive vibe. I'm so glad I found the show and I've been going back and listening to old episodes because y'all lit and Southern like myself. So thanks again. Love the show. Thank you, sweetie. Yeah, we lit and Southern, baby. Mm-hmm. Lit. Like that Southern comfort. You know what I'm saying? Um, all right. Next one uh kadesha writes in uh the walking dead no way out um this episode of walking dead was incredible i was on the edge when rick entrusted gabriel with judith i was screaming you better not fuck this up and defend this baby with your life and i was so here for the speech in the church michonne had me emotional when she came became rick's blocker to get carla to safety her face and her urgency to help rick but not before giving carla a kiss so was so telling and how much the group means to each other don't even get me started on my bay daryl and his genius one thing i did notice when glenn got in the truck with daryl uh there was a moment when they both looked down at something i don't know if i'm just reaching but i think glenn got bit anyway i love tbgwt and these recaps thank you for all you guys do mm, that'll be interesting if he did get bit yep we'll find out soon if he did yeah that'd be interesting because they seem like they would have alluded to that a lot bigger that would have been a great place to end it if that's what happened mm-hmm. zoom in on that big ass bite uh okay adrian writes in fetty carl hey there uh, i've been a i haven't been able to, play, to listen to your podcast for a couple of weeks because my phone broke and i haven't been able to get it replaced yet i tend not to be at my computer long enough to listen online either but for your walking day day review up i found a way hey like i said welcome back white people we you know couldn't get to this this racism is kind of tough to get through but everybody want to get through that walking dead dog yes, i feel you yes we love the walking dead but you did get some killer mike sexism thrown in there so i feel like it was a fair trade the walking dead episode was awesome and as always your review i learned stuff listening i hadn't i had completely forgotten about abe's patient patience lesson abe is always asking asking who someone is i didn't remember when the rpg had come from until listening what the rpg had come from until listening additionally your analysis of daryl as a ninja but i think he's probably snake eyes not storm shadow yeah that's that's you know half of one dozen of the other uh that entire conversation rick and the group had was so irritating while i didn't care about daryl being quiet i did have a problem with no zombies noticing this long ass conversation in that mess i also was shocked that (laughs) rick let gabe take judith i thought for sure that was the end of judith man i was nervous for that little baby i was like they ain't gonna make it yeah they had a business meeting sipping donuts Mm -hmm. i mean not sipping donuts eat donuts sipping coffee and shit i kept waiting for the show to cut to gabe and judith after getting eaten or making it to the church right nope just suddenly gabe was in the chapel handing judith to some lady in the meantime i was super confused because i don't know where that church uh there was a church and a chapel when did that happen oh well he been in that church yeah he been preaching this shit i was wondering where that new church came from that glenn was in that was outside of Yeah. yeah where the fuck that one come from clean as shit too but i remember gabe finding that church and being like i should open the church and i could be the preacher mm-hmm. that was the same church him and sasha was in yeah but that glenn shit i don't know where that church came from 
uh and glenn had locked the doors to the church when he and edith went there yeah yes yeah, a totally different church it's not the same yeah, church yeah just they went to a church that was outside of alexandria that's that's what i believe mm-hmm. uh i don't have a lot to say about denise and the wolf other than that was the fastest working antibiotics i've ever seen uh-huh <laughs> he was <laughs> he was ready to go he went from dying to ready to go yes he did maybe he was faking it though maybe he was faking uh, the severity that's true too i was not surprised to see sam go at the beginning of the episode i said to my young to my follow viewers uh my fellow viewers sam's dying tonight it was hard wrenching to watch jesse watch sam die like by a zombie and while i wasn't expect uh while i wasn't unexpected her screams would bring the zombies down upon her i also didn't expect her death this episode i agree with rod that rick's flashbacks were kind of limp who cares i found jesse's pain over her son's death much more engaging than rick over jesse's death i agree right correct yeah that shit was wild i disagree with rod about the situation with ron and the gun ron was pointing the gun at rick not carl everybody seems to think that i think he was aiming for a call because he had a yes he was mad at rick but what's the best way to get rick back is to kill the only thing he loves which is carl why because you took his daddy so he feel like if he took your son there you're quote unquote even yeah i just don't see why he would suddenly change from wanting to kill carl to wanting to kill rick you know what i mean i just don't get like because rick didn't do anything in that situation that warranted that shit in my opinion but i understand ron is psychotic so maybe we'll never know but you know maybe if they would have made it different like he was trying to kill rick and then carl got shot trying to block the bullet i don't know anyway i i will never know the the answer to that mystery maybe somebody will interview them or they'll do a talking dead or something uh because when it went off and hit carl his arm had moved to the side no he shot more than one shot y'all go back and listen to it um there's more than one shot the muzzle flashes one time after he stabbed but he shoots more than one shot and oh, that and that that's that then after he was stabbed that that bullet actually like that that gunshot that you see isn't aiming at anyone uh i have a question spot you brought up do you think uh, you think a lot of people think it was rick because he chopped off his mama's hand but she was dying anyway yeah i yeah maybe i don't know i don't think i personally just don't think that's what happened i think he was gonna kill uh carl yeah and the reason why is because he was going to kill carl before so i don't think that motive changed that quick he fought carl in the house that was in there fucking shit up his whole thing was carl the entire time because like i said him and carl got in there carl was a dick that anger he had never went away he was gonna shoot carl before the wall came down that anger never went away so my opinion carl was his target yeah so that's my guess but like i said I it's obviously open to, I, mean, I mean yeah it's open, open to interpretation but but that's just my opinion i i don't think yes he was angry at rick but i don't think rick was his target yeah i that's my personal belief but and i really do and i think it was filmed to be misleading so that you would think oh rick's safe everything's okay but obviously he was not safe and it was not okay um but anyway that's my that's my guess anyway um let's see um so yeah uh ron saw rick as the enemy and one the one making moves on his mom and killing his dad not allowing his dad to be buried within the walls right but he saw all that shit before this and he still wanted to kill carl 
I think that often, he was going to shoot Carl. I think it's over Enos. He's, his heart was broken. Being on emo. Yeah. So, I mean, we know, like, though, none of that changed from when they were walking in that line. It, you know, like, I, I wouldn't be, like, put it, okay, let me at least put it this way. I would like to ask the nuance. Wouldn't be shocked if the writers were like, oh, no, he was trying to kill Rick and he accidentally shot Carl. Wouldn't be shocked, but I just felt like what I saw was him trying to kill carl me too you know i that but you know obviously i I don't know exactly how important that is to the way shit went down and that little fucking psycho he he needed to die worth a damn uh i was as surprised as karen that michonne stuck the sword through ron that was as close to murder as any of rick's crew ever gets i thought carl was going to die um oh um, one more thought on denise and the wolf it seems like the writers purposely left the idea whether the wolf was acting to self-interest or if morgan's chats had gotten through to him i'll be bugged by it as rod because i really don't like the idea that morgan could keep up his bullshit and danger the group because it may work yeah yeah i want to know how morgan interpreted that dude coming back especially if denise tells him yeah that's if she tells she might not yeah as for morgan's you can't i could it could be cold blah blah or it could be because rick has a special place in his heart for morgan and if carol killed morgan she'd be in trouble yeah i sincerely doubt that i don't think carol even thinks about that you know what i mean yeah i think carol's so hardcore she doesn't even regret when she got kicked out for killing that woman she still thinks that was the right thing to do correct because her concern was the group yeah when she killed karen for getting sick mm-hmm. i think she still 100 percent believes that was just the right thing to do and she didn't she want an outbreak it. yeah she'd do it again and i think if she felt that morgan was a threat to the group she would kill him in a heartbeat and never feel guilty mm-hmm. at first i thought rick was just acting crazy with grief but you think he's his initial goal was to take the zombies out and direct them away from the infirmary or do you think he was just upset at first and it turned into a goal or anything the latter yeah me too i think he just went out to fuck some zombies up because he couldn't help his son in any way meaningful way he's not a surgeon right he was like what's what am i doing here i haven't watched the talking dead yet and i didn't watch the walking dead episode until wednesday next time i watch sunday email before you recap have a lovely weekend thanks thank you sweetie uh but next time try to cut down a little bit if you can um let's see the, the, the rss yes um uh, from eris who says hey rod and karen i just wanted to drop a line thank you both for the alternate podcast app recommendations you gave a few episodes back i had an iphone for years it never occurred to me to use anything other than the built-in podcast app i downloaded rss radio based on the description based the descriptions on the other features and i loved it the sound quality is noticeably superior yeah yep they have a a sound boost thing where you can level all the sound and it goes up like the podcast app claims to have that it does not Mm -hmm. work but it definitely works with rss radio Mm -hmm. you can hear it turn low volume podcast to normal volume right and it sounds so much better the sound quality is noticeably superior the recommendations tab have given me three new pods to try it's so flexible versus the ios app haven't submitted feedback in a while just wanted to shout y'all out keep the angry feminist machine running black power fist love you both in the tvgwt fam shout out to the facebook group eris thanks thank Aris. you sweetie appreciate you uh let's see what else we got here heroja sheeb says is back day walking to rod and karen let me express to you this joyous feeling even though i came through midway on the live show but did catch the rest of the podcast 
this feeling is like when you are spring cleaning your closet and you're going through all your outfits trying to make the hard choices on which ones you're going to keep based on which outfits are still cute which ones are played out who does not match any with anything who no longer fits you but still is cute who will who we will just well we are just going to forget about and etc when in the back of the closet in the corner in the corner behind some mess is those pair of jeans that are your favorite but comfortable but but you completely forget you still have that that are just fantastic on you and fit karen and rod you knows what i'm talking about it's the booty hugging jeans that just make <laughs> everything pop and just so happens to match with anything everything in your closet and that's what your the, that's what the joyous feeling felt like when i heard day walker was back <laughs> <laughs> listening to both of you break down the show is one of my favorite segments y'all do at the gay news just made the rest of my whiz day i have a great saturday thank you thank you sweetie <laughs> in them jeans <laughs> making that booty pop <laughs> Uh, and then yeah this is the one from b black look at all this karen Mm-mm. he included pictures Mm-mm. like it's, nah, I, I don't want to be woke today Mm-mm. yeah it's like two emails like at one point it Mm-mm. starts another email brother drive Mm-mm. sister karen Mm-mm. nope <laughs> i veto it yeah man sorry dog this shit too long and then when i said this is way too long he said i don't disagree and he said uh i'll truncate truncated give me a word limit i'm like that's work for me i'm not no shorter that's it just shorter Mm-mm. way 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 shorter thank you for your feedback baby but no we're not reading that yeah man that was man i gotta open up a damn kindle to get through that uh emil writes in hey guys how are my favorite right ring feminist still <laughs> still fomenting that feminist feminist this rage i hope this email gets in under the wire during last week's feedback show you vented about bernie stands while reading one of the feedback emails it really is astounding how racially clueless bernie sanders is almost a year into his campaign he's doing what economics that economic spin move when asked about racial issues mm-hmm. added to that he still believes that he can win a general without the black vote yep in the brown b- vote you have hispanics like we brown people actually are a huge voting block and black women vote higher than any other demographic group so if you don't uh cater towards us particularly black women and our issues uh, truthfully to an extent are different than black men not only uh race issues matter but uh issues about uh uh sexism matters to us also in addition to racism and this is that intersectionality so if you don't address one of the issues you're definitely not going to address the other one yeah and also um you can't be talking about you want to p- pull trump's voters over and also think you're gonna get the minority vote right because they're a lot not all a lot of motherfuckers they're goddamn racist they're racist so you mean to tell me you're gonna pull over these racist people and think they're gonna be cool with you having policies that uh cater towards black people or poor people because there are a lot of white poor people they don't care about poor people no 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 fuck that um i'm being specific to race okay you're doing the same thing as him switching to the economy no they don't want to hear this shit about black people getting anything correct they don't want to hear about your criminal justice programs that'll help black people any of that shit so you're not going to get trump voters and have a strong platform against racism which is why he doesn't 
you know what i mean because he's like i'm not gonna get that vote and it doesn't matter to me anyway i'm just not trying he's still a politician Mm -hmm. he's still someone in his someone in his campaign does the numbers you know it is what it is man people trying to turn him into something he's not and that's one of the reasons he's getting such a rejection from so many black people is because people are aware of the jig you know anyway um white progressives generally seem to believe that shit as well sometimes i wonder if a four-year stretch under the president trump will force white progressives into realizing that people of color are pretty sick of having their issues white explained to them if it no. gets too crazy y'all can spend four years up here in canada the winners here in vancouver are pretty mild with the added plus of it being the film location of both star and central cities oh maybe i can be an extra in four years i know i can go to star labs because they ain't got no security yes top flight of the world craig uh shit i want to go to earth too in four years y'all can slip back over the border in time to vote for the obama nose ticket with the campaign slogan (laughs) yes we can (laughs) yes bitch yes i'm assuming michelle obama beyonce knows (laughs) that whole campaign slogan gonna be getting information pretty sure that that would be the nose obama ticket by then of course uh on another note this week kanye dropped his new album i swore i was gonna ignore that shit because it's bill Cosby tweet worse i could only get it on title not that i have anything against title but it's another streaming service that i had to pay for anyway when i regained consciousness i was reading my welcome email from title and streaming ultralight beam <laughs> damn it that nigga done got me again his shit is so good he is so problematic but so good i have never liked to dislike dislike the kanye project and really part of the reason we have drake and future is because of 808s and heartbreak thanks again for another great week of shows i know man it hurts when you can't yeah that free 30 days got a lot of people everybody want to have that 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 principle yeah and let's be let's keep it told y'all people like me goddamn lazy i ain't gonna get no files i ain't getting no legal shit i don't want the police arresting me mm-hmm. i will pay that 9.99 everybody want to talk about that principle until that motherfucking to that that bait to till you hear that part two start then you ain't got no principles no more perfect I told, I told, hey, hey, I told, hey, up in the morning, miss you back, sorry I ain't call you back, same problem my father had, all this time, all he had, all he had and what he dreamed, all his cash, market crash, heard him back, people get divorced for that, drop some stack, pops is good, mama passed in Hollywood, if you ask, lost my soul, driving fast, lost control, off the road, jaw was broke, remember we always broke, remember I'm coming back, I'm taking all oh, stack, I can bros in Atlanta, nigga how can you be mad how can you be mad only thing mad is my face i'll be jamming so hard like this not even future dog just future light i don't know who this nigga is this past i don't know who this dude is <laughs> is that fu- oh no it's not future no this nigga got present on the album <laughs> and it don't matter no it don't 
Hard boy, a goddamn genius. Yeah, he man. can have next week on him. I don't care. How it don't matter. Mm-mm. Anyway, guys, can't stop Kanye. Uh, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow morning. Until then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.